0: You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And
1: Duck Lander calls. Tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt.
2: hey everybody welcome back to the union 0430 episode 161 and um a couple weeks ago we had ash Barr on the show uh, as he talked about a a veteran hunt that him and a group of dudes were putting together well ash has come back this week to talk about it they uh, had pulled that weekend off and it was a success brought his buddy andy mace with them um so we're going to get into that but Philly is on with me again, um so opening weekend had just passed. um uh, Philly, you were into the birds. you had a great opener. um, I did oh, something yeah. a little unconventional. I didn't even bring my gun for opener this time. I just ran the dog, so um, we'll get into some opener stuff uh as we move through the show, but uh Ash and Andy are the are the guests of honor tonight for the millions of fans. So uh so we'll get to them and uh and we'll we'll start talking about your new Cordova later here Philly. But um ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ash back and, and Andy coming to us from uh Manitoba. Um boys, tell us about the tell us about the veteran hunt.
0: Well I yeah. think the the best description would be accuracy by volume.
2: Okay, so, so so you know, uh, bracketing and uh, the something whole di- like
0: that, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. We, okay. we totaled
0: 118 birds in three hunts, and it took over 500 shells, so <laughs> that's why I say accuracy <laughs> by volume.
2: Hey, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, that, that's right, record damn by right. Far. okay,
0: yep, yep,
2: Andy. Um, are you like are you a, a a fairly experienced bird hunter
3: you know the, in all fairness no this is probably really my fifth season
2: um but i'm okay. absolutely hooked yeah oh yeah yeah i bet um so yeah. you know n- not that i want to totally ignore ash but ash is sort of kind of on the management side of this and and i'd sort of kind of like to get your thoughts on on how you know, on how it was all pulled together, just like right from the start, you know, getting told, hey, I'm you're picked or or you're selected to go on on the camp and and you know tell us about the whole process even showing up to uh, you know the camp that evening,
3: yeah, sure. So it all started at uh, at work actually, at the second battalion. Um, yeah. Scott are you calling. still serving? I am still serving, okay, yeah. good for you. Yeah. So, uh, Scotty Collin, the sergeant was actually fresh Mm -hmm. to retired. He used to be, um, you know, the, the OPI, the guy in charge, if you will, of said hunt, um, uh, it used to be called something else. And there was other guys running it before, but then COVID happened and that got shut down. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, since Scotty is, uh, was retiring, he's like, Hey Andy, like, how would you like to be the dude from the battalion to, you know, pick guys, and go on this hunt uh so that's how it all came about and he put me in touch with ash here and just took it from there
2: okay so okay so are you on the on the organizing side or on the participant side
3: so i was on a a, little little bit bit of of both both, i'd say a little bit of
2: both okay cool
3: yeah yeah i was in it more for the hunt myself to be honest uh it was my first guided anything so it was absolutely unreal
2: yeah, yeah yeah that i bet yeah. if that's your first yeah. time on a guide with fellows doing with fellows uh, doing the majority of the work right
3: yeah like obviously you know um i enjoy putting in the work but just yeah. being able to like show up you know and um have guides with dogs doing all the calling and just being able to just lay there and pop up and shoot it's just unreal
2: awesome ash um how was it like as a as a i guess as as somebody that was in charge of organizing and stuff like that, um how did it go with the group of fellas that ended up showing up?
0: It was awesome, yeah, like everyone everyone pitched in, everyone helped, you know typical army guy stuff, right right there's a job to do, everyone piles in, gets it done, yeah you know, and apparently, there was no negative comments, well, at least none that we heard uh you know regarding the hunt but yeah everyone had just a riot ate like pigs drank a bunch of beers you know got little to no sleep and yeah we're planning it for next year so
2: that's awesome um now was there any first time hunters that showed up there with you guys
0: yeah uh jeff had never shot oh, waterfowl
2: Oh, jeff, uh, romeo jeff Martin? had never sh-
0: Yeah, Jeff Martin's never shot waterfowl.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh,
0: Another guy, Romeo Zapata, he was a reserve guy. Uh, He never shot waterfowl, and he's doing overtime now to probably buy a shotgun because he's hooked.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Another one's fallen victim. Yeah, another one's Well, just make sure he stays away from Philly because if he gets that expensive Italian taste that Philly's got, he's going to be pumping in a lot of overtime. Uh, life's
1: too short to hunt with an ugly gun
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is true um so so explain to us the so was it a a meet and greet on friday then hunt saturday hunt sunday sort of yeah it was a
0: a meet and greet on friday the guy showed up six six o'clock ish you know civilian timings right yeah and we had you know food was ready supper was ready for them when they got there they had a bite to eat had some beers uh there was some presentations done like guys you know they got their swag bags and stuff yeah. like that which i got a whole list of guys i want to say thank you to here
2: yeah
0: um and then some guys did some presentations talking about the marsh and everything like that okay then you know that carried on till probably close to midnight <laughs> you know oh wow okay and then uh that night actually our member of parliament james bazan showed up
2: oh nice
0: to meet the guys and we're thinking oh you know be a quick little you know meet and greet little grip and grin and two hours later he left yeah um so he had a good sit down with us and chatted and listened so
2: and and uh, james bazan is such a huge um backer of of our firearms right so i follow james um yeah. quite a bit on the political side of things and he is yeah. such a strong voice for uh for firearms rights uh all across canada so that's amazing that he actually showed up
0: and he's the shadow minister of the minister of national defense as well yeah so it was kind of comical look. To- in the evening there we're chatting with them and he asked one of the guys so what do you think of this and the guy said well oh, you want my answer and he said yes i'm like oh shit here we go <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> so
2: well, that's good it's good that fellows are are honest they're being honest and, and not sugarcoating it. that yeah. you know um before it was before philly's time but when when old uh billy blair there was the the chief of Toronto cops i'm sure he could have used he handed my badge did he yeah. oh i thought he was i thought he was i thought you showed up long after he yet no no met... Bill,
1: Bill, well actually no let me rephrase that billy madison handed my badge to my father and my father presented it to me
2: right well somebody somebody should have had some honest conversations with old billy madison there and and yeah. maybe because he's a fucking twat anyways yeah um i digress um no that's 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 awesome um andy you know i just bouncing back and forth between you and ash and stuff you know and you're talking about um you're talking about some some new waterfowler so you know jeff martin i know and it's such a small world that you know you guys put this hunt together and then I get a picture, I get a message from Jeff, and it's a picture of him with you guys. And I'm just like, this is, this is crazy, you know? Yeah. Of all of, you know, just goes to show just how small the world is. You guys are about what, 2000 kilometers away from me. And, uh, and here, here's an old army friend of mine, and, and he's out hunting with you guys. So, uh, it's pretty cool. But, you know, one of the things that, that we're seeing, and, and by no means is this a, you know, this is the way it should be, or, or if it wasn't, you did it wrong. And that's not what I mean. Um, but we're starting to see a lot of, um, organizations now putting these hunts together for first responders and, you know, first like firefighters and policemen and, and veterans and, and, you know, medical professionals and all these people. Um, and, and it's a, you know it, it I think it got a lot to do with saying thanks for all the things that that these groups do but it's also a break to show them you know what um the outdoors can be such a wonderful tool to help you decompress to to relax to to come back to to ground yourself in the whole bit did did any of that stuff happen over the weekend like oh. I said it's not bad if it didn't it's just
3: no, absolutely. It, it, um, you know, it feels great, especially in the world, the way it is today to, yeah. uh, to, to, you know, feel appreciated, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause you know, just, you know, I say it a lot, but like nowadays, you know, it's, I don't know, it, it's, it's a weird thing. So it, it feels good that, you know, there's people that are saying, Hey, you know, we do care yeah, and and thank you, you know, yeah. um, and like you said, there's no better way to do it than with stuff from the outdoors. So,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in. It was nice to see everyone just kind of slow down.
0: Like the number yeah. of times I looked, and there's two or three guys standing on the berm, you know, looking out over the river because we're the lodge was right on the river. Okay. Um, uh, and just sitting there and and watching birds fly by and just taking it all in, and you know, the guys are. I know they're going to be fighting to see who goes next year. That's for sure.
3: Oh, you bet. You bet.
2: That's a good problem <clears throat> to have. Philly. you know, in, in your line, I know it's hard, right? Because I find, I find coppers are they're a different breed because I, I think that the, the public perception of them, it, it's very 50-50, right? You're either pro-cop or you're anti-cop, right? There's really no middle ground. There's nobody no. that's walking around saying, eh, you know, cops, give or take, whatever." Right? There's no middle ground. It's either, it's either love them or hate them. And and I find m- most coppers, and I and I know a lot, um, they're very, very reluctant to 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 engage too too much in the public side of things right just because there's they don't know who they're dealing with and yeah. and some people can get their face in a knot because there's a cop around or whatever right
1: well another thing too is we're held to a whole a complete different standard with like the police services act okay because like I, I do something off duty right that's questionable whatever the case may be i can get charged
2: right so the
1: police services act
2: so so when I make the statement um, earlier, where we're seeing a lot of the first responders and, and stuff getting offered these things, like, do you see this on the cop side of things? Like, is does these things happen? You know, where we these ones have... are put together oh. and stuff? No. No, right? Eh? No. All right. So to the millions that are listening, um, and trust me, as a veteran, I, I appreciate everything everybody does for veterans, but. Let's start showing some love to the cops because they've been the butt of our jokes for way too long.
3: (laughs) So I always tell people, I always tell people like, you know, I hear somebody say, oh, fuck this cop or whatever. He did this to me. You know, he pulled me over for whatever the case may be. And I always say, you know, put yourself in their shoes. Like, think about all the shitty things they have to put up with, you know, every day Mm -hmm. on the job. Like, you know, especially in the cities, you know it's 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 tough now i couldn't do it
2: oh no no thanks actually i was at the the thing
1: i laugh about the most is oh yeah i could cut a ticket for speeding were you speeding yeah yeah Yeah. well like (laughs) like, you can't
2: fix stupid no like you can muffle the sounds with duct tape but that's about it but i you're right andy like I (laughs) i couldn't be a cop man like so and and here's here we go here's on one of the tangents that that we'll end up on um, so this past weekend, uh, for opener, um, I was out with a, with an outfitter, um, who had some people, they needed someone to run a dog for him. So I brought my dog. I didn't even bring my gun. Anyways, two of these guys that are outfitters are ex, no, one's still uh, a cop and the other one's, uh, an ex cop. And and they was just chatting, right? And they were talking about me being in the army and asking me about my tours and stuff like this. And they were like, man, it's crazy. I don't know how you guys do it. And I'm like, you don't know how we do it. I was like, I couldn't yeah. do your job. I was like, when I got bad guys in front of me, I know exactly what I'm allowed to do. You, on the other hand, have yeah. 50 million fucking phone cameras pointed at you, plus your body cam, plus everybody just waiting for you to screw up and do something wrong so they can plaster it all over the internet i was like there's no way man i could do your job not yeah. a chance in hell
0: yeah well that's what i tell people if they don't like the police well the next time you're in trouble call a crackhead. Like
2: like yeah <laughs> bingo yeah well and and you know what not and and that's easy for us to say i guess um we so like you guys that are in a close proximity to winnipeg um and then you know uh toronto and the bigger cities around here listen we seen we seen down in the states when when they came up with this idea about defunding the police and and how well that worked out for them um and how fast they went back to hiring the police and and getting them back onto the streets because yeah yeah you don't like them until until you need them and and that's yeah. the that's the funny oh thing. and
0: i see the idiots too because i work in a jail here so
2: oh, oh yeah right i forgot all yeah. about that i forgot all about that um yeah. but yeah so you know just on the i guess you know the the week and i it, it's hard to it's hard to, to to pull it pull it out on on just how how much it means to to fellas right like and and I, and I know everybody there is, was appreciative of it, right? Because that's that's just the type of people that you had and, and people w- would be appreciative of it and had a good laugh and, yeah. and being around the dudes. But I wonder if now, after a few days a week of being back and and had a chance to sit back and, and think about it, I, I wonder just how special it was especially to the fellas that have never ever duck hunted or goose hunted before um and even guys you know that that have how special it is to is, a if it's already people that you know or you know some of them makes it a little bit more comfortable to coming in and, and sitting in a blind with instead of with a bunch of strangers but um you all got that Everybody there would have that common ground of being a veteran right or or still serving um so I would think that that it would just had been a special atmosphere to be in.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, and you know what? got I'm kind of getting sick and tired of it at work, but it's just like uh, you know, it, everyone's caught wind of it. You know, seeing social media pictures here and there, so it's just all over work. Every time I'm going somewhere, just to the bathroom, it's like, oh, hey, Andy, how about that hunt next year? Blah blah blah. Like oh, I heard really, it was yeah? great. You know, oh, That's it's awesome. It's unreal. So the word is out. You know, trying to keep it down low, hush hush. But no, it's yeah, it's spread like a virus that's
2: gotta be that's gotta be great news for for the marsh authority though eh, ash like yeah. to know to know that there's you know that kind of um excitement about next year and then listen and, and let's face it and and call it for what it is like the, those marsh authorities and and those not for profits nice. like that's not a, it's not an easy or a cheap um thing to be running um yeah so now with this excitement you know they've got to be really excited about it because you know maybe maybe this this will result in some new fundraising dollars for them
0: well we've already kind of got a plan there for actually andy and the guys came up with a plan for next year on who gets to go instead of just you know whoever's andy's best friend here right um, yeah, out of yeah, the battalion. yeah. <laughs> and it would help fund into the the netley marsh foundation which could pass on to soldier on or wounded warrior Project or. Right. you know, a myriad of other things as well, yeah. which we're looking at doing to, you know, help kind of fund the hunt, but to push it a little further, to get back to some veteran uh, communities and, you know, just kind of help keep it going that way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, it, you know, it, it, it's a great thing. Um, it's a great thing that it's put together and, and that you're pulling guys out or girls, whatever and you're pulling them out and you're putting them on a hunt and stuff like that. But I think one of the big things to try and remember through all of this and, and to get the message out and, and listen, I'm, I'm a veteran myself and, and trust me, I really do appreciate all the work that people put into this kind of stuff, but it can never be forgotten about the, you know, the Marsh foundation and and just how hard it is, especially today's age where, everything is so bloody expensive and and so trying to to raise money to keep this going it's got to be and this is just me talking you know what i mean like but it's got to be a it's got to be a big part of the focus as as to bring some recognition to the area and hopefully you know what maybe you, you you drum up some new volunteers to help out as well you know philly like you look at places like Luther Mersh down around where you are and Skugog, and all these places like they've all got conservation authorities attached to them, I would assume don't they?
1: Yeah, like there's I can't remember what it's called, it's like the Lake Scugog stewardship. Right. Something like we, we've got a local um like Facebook group for Port Perry. Yeah. And I see them post on there once in a while like about the lake and it's not um, I'm not too sure about like Luther or Hollett. Right. Because that's that's a little little, little, little further, further away. Uh, yeah further west than where I am. But like I know like there's groups and volunteers in place. You know, they do like cleanup projects mm-hmm. or um a lot of times like this Lake Skugog uh group, like they'll message like they'll post on like the, the Port Perry page like, you know, there's a bit of like an algae bloom. Okay, yeah. You want, may, may not want to go in the water, like, they're, they're quite hands-on, which is good to see, like, there is, you know, people and things in place to help, because, like, otherwise, like, who else is going to do it? Yeah, Nobody. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, and, like, part of the, the funding that we're looking, you know, to gain interest for next year and everything like that is getting better access points to the marsh, not just yeah. for hunters, yeah. Your yeah. you know, people who, photography or, yeah. you know, recreational canoers. Exactly,
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, so Andy never uh, came. It, at the end of the day, it's not all about <laughs> stuff hunters, right? No, that's
2: right.
0: Andy never came with us on the uh, the Saturday evening hunt. He opted to stay back at camp and, you know, lounge in a sauna that we had running, and oh, we're roughing oh. it
1: there. So,
2: oh, oh. okay, <laughs> yeah, all right, you're lose, you're losing me here, Andy, buddy. You're you
3: got to up your game,
2: bro. <laughs> Man, oh. that
3: that sauna was something else. Not gonna lie, Uh,
2: boy. Yeah, yeah,
3: you gotta
2: up your game. Roughing it, roughing it. But so, like the Marsh Foundation that you that you guys were using. Like, so what is it? Like, is it? uh, How can I say? Is it a a waterfowl refuge type area where that's their main goal, or is it a conservation authority where their entire goal is? If it's bird watchers, if it's canoeers, if it's duck hunters, if it's, well, you know.
0: Yeah. Originally, it started out kind of towards the, you know, as a, a, for bird hunters and stuff like that. But right. Tim and I are wanting to shift it to a different avenue. So it's enjoyed, like it's enjoyed by all.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like we're talking about maybe an event, you know, coming up before hunting season next year, where we got a bunch of people coming out, you know, have a tailgate thing. So you 20 bucks a tailgate sell your hunting gear you know stuff you don't want we got decoy carvers possibly coming out and show off their stuff but you know do a a thing to help raise money and
2: yeah yeah you're doing like a gear swap right yeah no that that it's awesome and and you know we use this a lot when we're talking about um you know to the anti-hunters we we throw this we throw this term out a lot when we're dealing with anti hunters where we say you know as hunters we're we're some of the biggest conservationists in the world right like our our duck stamp goes right back to to preserving wetlands and stuff like that and and I'm not taking anything away from the hunters, but some of the biggest money that that these organizations so like ducks unlimited um delta um these these not for profits um some of the biggest donations they get are from non-hunters. So when you open it up to non-hunters and and it's a public place for everybody to enjoy, well now you're opening up a a whole new revenue stream where you yeah. can start fundraising, right? So well, and it's... Well, like the
1: old the old saying is what is anti-hunting propaganda? <laughs> <for?" clears throat> What's that? What is anti-hunting propaganda fund? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. nothing, Yeah.
0: but we're also wanting to open it up to families like for that little get together. Okay. we got a decoy tossing competition for kids. See if you can put it in this little pot, you know, a little kiddie pool or whatever, see if you can hit it in there and like get, you know, have dog trial stuff going on and like get families involved in it because without, you know, we can, you know, we're the next generation, you know, coming in, Mm -hmm. I still would like to think I'm young. Uh, My body says otherwise, but you know, my boys are that next step, Yeah. you know, to take over and help run this and keep pushing on, you know, because if, if we don't, there's not going to be anything left.
2: No, you're hundred percent right. And, and it seems, and, and I'm not, we've tried to not paint um, this newer generation into, into a, a corner. And and throw a bunch of shade on them because um I I don't I think they get a raw deal a lot of times the, this new generation um just because they're doing things different than what we are I think they get somewhat of a raw deal um but I think what you're doing and and what you know Andy is doing and what you guys are doing out there that that's starting to set the groundwork for. For younger generation to watch you and your kids and say well if this is important to dad then then it should be important to me right and and that's you know we've all we've all used the term a million times ourselves. we lead from the front right so if if you want something if you want people to follow you then then you have to set the standard and you have to set the example right so it's good on you guys because let's let's face it everyone is busy these days and you know the demands at home and at work are are always they're just constantly growing. they're they're not getting less. It's getting more. And then you still gotta you know devote some volunteer time for for the causes that are important to you. Mm-hmm. So you know good on you that that you're doing it and and I hope that you know by opening it up or or whatever it is that you guys do in the future. I just hope that it brings more attention to, to the area and, and it just, it, it keeps the area going. So this thing can keep continuing for years and years to come. Right.
0: Yeah. That's what we're hoping. Like I had beers with Tim last night and we kind of, we had a a little chat on Sunday, you know, after the hunt and everything like that was done and sat back and went, Oh, shit, we finally did this. It's over. Yeah, Yeah. You know, and then we gave it a little bit and we talked about some things, you know, what we found went right. What we found went wrong. And hopefully Andy and you guys didn't notice anything of the stuff that went wrong, but, um, you know, like you said, we shot a, shot a lot of shells and got some birds and ate like pigs. Everyone loved the, we cut up some of the goose on Saturday and put it in crock pots with mushroom soup and onions. Ooh,
3: and, that and recipe that. though. It's in my playbook now. Yeah. So Man.
0: they, at least they got to try it. You know, some guys hesitant on eating bird and okay. They tried this. Okay. Yeah. We're making that. Yeah. You know, sharing it with their families and
2: was uh was that all you guys were into was it just canadas or were you into ducks as well
0: there was the guy shot a a bunch of teal on saturday night uh okay they shot at a bunch of teal <laughs> on saturday night <laughs> they didn't uh you know they hit more air than birds yeah um mostly canadas a bunch of lessers we actually got on the sunday morning when i was guiding andy jeff and uh romeo i think out of the 19 birds that we got, I think eight or nine of them were cacklers. So, Whoa. yeah, Jeff Jeff actually managed to get four and three shots. So,
3: oh, we got some, uh, we got shot some more cacklers last night just down here. Um, okay. near yeah, near Ninette, my buddy and I. Uh, so it's cool to see them.
2: Yeah, I've never, uh, have you ever shot a cackler, Philly? I've never no. shot one. I don't, Raiders, I don't think
1: lessers. <laughs>
3: I got a stick. I got to look
2: at it. I don't think I've shot a cackler.
0: Well, I all cack- you have to do is put Canada goose feathers on the duck behind you. Fill on a, Phil, on a mean, big
2: mallard. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's a cackler. Yeah.
1: They're, They're that big. Like I, yeah. I've shot some small, some small geese, <laughs> yeah. but I wouldn't say it was a cackler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, what well, well, wasn't
1: much bigger than than a you know a good sized mallard. Well, yeah, I wouldn't well, think it was a cackler. Just the, the one... the too much, too much beak on it.
0: Yeah, The one cackler we shot was basically the same size as a female pintail we shot that same morning. Yeah, oh wow, well. yeah.
1: yeah,
2: what was They're... your uh, what's your weather? Because I know, um, you know, I joke about the millions of fans and stuff like that, but we do have a lot of people that listen to the show, and a, and a yeah. lot of them are south of the border. So, um, for anybody that's you know, uh, Minnesota and that area now. You know, they're really going to be paying attention to what you guys are saying when it comes to the birds, because they're all going to start making their way across the border um, yeah. and and start. So, you know, what kind of is migration started out your way yet? Or is it still mostly all resident birds?
0: We're seeing more birds from the north coming yeah. in. We need a, we need some weather to kind of stall them a bit. But OK, yeah, uh, we had a good we had a good amount and then all of a sudden there was none. And then another big wave came down just prior to the hunt. Like we were hunting, our first morning was out near Okamak Marsh.
2: Okay. Yeah. Just, I know just, the area. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we were literally right on the firing line and we, wow, 20,000, 30,000 geese. We saw that morning. It was nuts. Right. You know, not that many came in. We were trafficking yeah.
3: them, but yeah. 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 So I'm getting uh I'm getting daily scouting reports from like I said the farm twenty minutes north of Dolphin there and as of yesterday the birds are coming so that's why yeah. we're going this weekend so yeah um mostly snows is- mostly snows really? in the photos so far yeah yeah okay. which is weird
2: okay well yeah I was in Saskatchewan uh whenever it was a few years ago and we. We shot everything but Canada's, like everything. We oh, shot was, snows. Same specs. thing when I went
1: last year. Yeah,
2: yeah. When you were out there last shot the a
1: single Canada.
2: Yeah, like we didn't even see it. Like we went looking for Canada's mm-hmm. one day. we were just like, this is weird. And we found like I don't know. We found a few hundred, but it wasn't in the thousands by no means. Um, and and still, not that we wanted to shoot Canada's anyways, because we can shoot Canada's whenever. Um, we were looking after, we were looking at specs and snows, but, um, and that was around Thanksgiving weekend in Saskatchewan mm-hmm. then when, when we were doing that. So, and I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's around about, maybe that's on schedule. I don't know. You guys would know better. You're out there, right? But, um, but that's gotta be exciting. Like if you're getting, if you're starting to see snows now, Andy, like buddy,
3: so last year we went out, uh, and, uh, the three, three dudes limited out in the first 28 minutes of the hunt. So we were like, well, all right, that was fun. Wow. Yeah. What? The- yeah. You yeah.
2: Limited out in 28 minutes on snow. Oh, it,
3: it, it was not on snows. No, oh, no, okay. no. I was um, going to go like that's yeah, an insane yeah. amount of birds. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> on Canada's. Oh, okay. On yeah, Canada's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was over before you do it. And then there's just thousands of geese. I know, it's impressive. Yeah. Well, and before Pretty we
0: started, I know you were chirping at uh, Andy's hoodie there. You know, yep. since he's a Patricia, yeah. Just out with the first goose that he shot, and you'll hate him even more.
2: Carcel nice. oh. <laughs> band that's... and a GPS monitor on it, probably was it?
3: Nah, she's only a double. She's only a double. Oh, but, um,
2: that's nice.
3: The uh, the young fella from South Dakota uh, who banded this bird. Um, yep. You know, I think he thought I was joking, but I was dead serious on coming up here and doing a Canada uh hunt. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, he hasn't taken me up on it.
0: Yeah. yeah we got we we managed a banded Canada and a banded teal on the oh, hunt wow. as well.
3: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Right. That's, awesome.
2: <laughs> that's yeah. uh Philly, you you were in Saskatchewan. You didn't stop in Manitoba at all and hunt, right? No. No, we stopped no, we just in Manitoba. Been, uh, yeah, we stopped the manitoba, but it was only for it was only for crane. Um, we stopped. Um, with uh... we we seen a pile when
1: we were out. Yeah, but like not nothing came near us. Like we could see them like from the house that we were staying at. Like, oh Christ, it's Saskatchewan. You can watch a dog run away for three days. Uh,
2: but like this True. this
1: field about two miles out. You know, we get the binos out, and you see like there was a whole pile. Of, like there was cranes out there. Yeah we yeah, where
0: boats in Sask, where are you? Yorkton. Okay. Yep.
2: Um, so, I want to uh, get some yeah. dirt on Jeff Merchant, boys. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because I don't know if Jeff is going to listen to this show or not. I, I have no idea if he is. But I would love to have some ammo to throw at him. Uh, ammo in the figurative sense of, hey... I heard you can't shoot word of shit. And you're well, an ex- asking. him Yeah.
0: Ask him why he was taking his pump shotgun out of his shoulder every time he went to rack the action.
2: <laughs> oh Jeffy. Um nah. no, it's good, man. Like it's awesome. I, I'm I'm super proud of you uh for doing what you're doing. Um it's awesome, man. Um and that was just that was your start to the season, really, right? So which is a really really cool thing because now you know you got two fellas that can they've got the full season ahead of them now to start picking away at their gear start to learn a few things um and get out there right yeah and
0: those guys they've said you know but tim and i are going to do a hunt or whatever and we got room for an extra gun give them a call or whatever and yeah Yeah, jump in or yeah i'll take them out in the marsh you know if they want to go and why not? You know, if I get the boat stuck, well then it's just extra help anyways.
2: Yeah, that's you right. Know. That's right.
0: Yeah.
2: Philly, um, I wanted to I wanted to sort of kinda of bring this and not to steal any of the time away from the boys or anything like that, but I wanted to get a get an idea on what so I was out on opening weekend, but I didn't really hunt. I was just running the dog. Um, so right. very limited on what I seen. Um but for anybody wondering and looking for a scouting report, how, how what's the birds? That are are you, were you hunting all ducks on opener?
1: We were hunting water.
2: Yeah. Okay. So
1: it was primarily, we were there for ducks, but we, we got into a couple of candidates. Like we, had, we tried working some flocks and yeah. just like, they wouldn't give us the time of day.
2: Yeah. And I find it was, it was, they're, they're like, so hard to hunt on water, right?
1: Oh yeah. Like, we were later into the morning, like I think at the point where birds were coming back from the fields, mm-hmm. and we were still set up. Like we hunted till almost noon. I think it was like eleven, eleven thirty when we started to pack up. <clears throat> but we're sitting there, and we're like watching whatever, and all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, here comes a four pack, and like they were doing it dirty. Mm-hmm. And we had we had a handful of hawker uh, decoys out, and sure enough, like these, this four pack buddy, like on a string. Oh, yeah. Straight to the kill hole, 20 yards. And the three of us just laced in. Like, there wasn't even any calling required. Like, it was that bad.
2: That's got to be funny for. Left to right.
1: Yeah. The end of the kill hole. All four of them done.
2: It's got to be funny for Andy and Ash to listen to that and hear like a four pack when you're used to hundreds and thousands. Do you know what I mean? Like, Philly, we've had some good hunts down down your way in your field where we've seen where we've seen you know in in the run of a morning we've seen a couple thousand birds um but that but that's in the run of a morning whereas these guys are talking you know a thousand in a flock that's just flying over oh yeah
0: well you don't like we won't look at a field unless it's got a thousand birds yeah right right. yeah yeah
1: Uh, like having experienced that when i went out west last fall like numbers wise like ontario is a freaking joke Oh.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, and even even on the Sunday, like I was talking to Jeff afterwards about it, because I was yeah. guiding the guys on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I let two birds land or two or three land in the decoys just because we had another, you know, six or seven coming in, and I'll take those all day. Give me those small flocks and pick oh, yeah, Absolutely that way. Absolutely. And, you know, I happen to look out of my blind and here's this, you know, seven, eight, nine pound goose just beating its wings right above Jeff and he just itching to shoot it and no nope, don't you dare pull the trigger you know, <laughs> yeah. more coming in and yeah we're sitting there and then yeah you'll take them and jump up okay they're right on top of them right they yeah. the ones that work the pocket were just perfect so
2: so so andy i gotta now with the success of the hunt you're you're the dude in the battalion so Everybody is, is at the canteen. Everyone's buying you your coffee now. Um, yeah. So, you know, what are you putting in place? Because it's going to be popular, man. Like, you're going to have fellas banging on the door wanting to go now. So, like, yeah, how so... Are... yeah go for it.
3: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So like, I mean, it was already like that trying to pick just the three slots. Right. Um, so, you know, everybody was understanding of that, you know, there's only so many spots and, you know, whatever. Understanding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Understanding. Yeah, for sure. Um, But it, it would be sweet to make it fair on everybody. And so that I don't feel like such an asshole. I think mm. like the whole buy a ticket and raffle draw thing would be, you yeah. know, so much better. And it would raise a ton of money because, you know, there's 300 dudes in battalion right now that would chomp and at the bit to get out here for right. something like that. Right. So, I mean,
0: yeah. And that's what we're looking at doing next year is doing a like a draw for it.
3: That'd you know, cool. you have to
0: be a veteran to go, but yep. someone else could buy a ticket for you and away you yep. go. And,
2: yeah
0: 10 bucks yep. a ticket. There you go. Money goes towards the marsh, which, you know, they'll use that money to run the, uh, the actual hunt but then give back to the wounded warriors or soldier on or you know a bursary to the the high yeah. school here in town for someone going into environmental studies
2: yeah
0: you know and just share the wealth out that way and then maybe even look at doing uh nesting boxes for birds out in the marsh and you could buy one and yeah you know in memory of a veteran put their name on it then
2: yeah that's here's all the good. gps coordination
0: yep. of it you know Here's no, where it that's is. all
2: That's all cool ideas i cool. think that to be i think that'd be really cool especially that nest box idea yep. and you know uh buy it in memorial of someone or or you know whatever um yep. that would be i think that would be pretty cool you
0: know and it if someone's in the area they could go check it out then
2: yeah you know oh, absolutely
0: and there'd be uh, guys who would we, we don't here's 20 bucks put my name in twice and you know draw the names and we'd have a, a group of guys still coming back to help with it, you know, like Andy did some beautiful, beautiful woodworking for some, uh, like uh, presents for the guys who helped out okay. with it. And oh, cool. Doug, whose camp we stayed at there, which was, you know, I told the guys it's it's an okay camp and everyone's jaws were just hitting the, you know, dragging on the gravel. <laughs> oh, is beautiful. that right?
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that's good. When, when you, well, you know, we're going to be rough on the boys, but. Yeah, yeah, actually, now that I think of it, I've got a goddamn sauna in it, so... Yeah, sauna,
3: be... hot showers, hot oh. food, man. Wow. Yeah, it was know, like yeah, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> Philly. It don't
2: sound... Yeah, it doesn't sound like anything we're we're uh, staying in, does it?
1: Yeah. Well, oh, might be a trip coming up the end of October.
2: Oh, well, yeah, okay. Oh, oh so, so get this now. So here, we got to make this, we got to talk about this, and and not to throw any shade on what you guys were doing up in Manitoba, but the end of next month, Philly and and three three of our other buddies are all heading down to Missouri to go hunt Habitat Flats with Tony Vandemore. Oh, so, nice. And they won that. Right. So they won. Brian Rushton
1: won it. Brian Brian Rushton
2: won it on. on, And Mm -hmm. it was one of these Instagram tag your buddy and uh, you get a a free trip down the Habitat flat. So our buddy Brian Rushton wins it. So him and his best friend, they take the two free trips and then Philly and our other buddy Trev, they get their trip at half cost. Right. Is that 25 off? Oh, 25 percent off. So, yeah
1: yeah Asshole. still call going... an arm and a leg but like it's trip yeah. of a lifetime yeah well yeah. you're
2: gonna go down and hunt habitat flats with with vandamore right like that's yeah yeah no big deal yeah no big deal so this not is the biggest b- thing that's ever fucking happened to
1: southern Ontario. <laughs> 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 holy shit
2: Ah, oh, that's awesome yeah it's yeah. awesome um but yeah <laughs> like i tell you i i got the I got to sit down, I got to sit back actually i I wasn't guiding. I wasn't in charge of a hunt. I didn't have to organize anything. It was literally just show up with my dog uh sit in the back and and retrieve birds. um But I got to say, sitting back and watching a father and his son with his son's very first hunt. And watching yes. birds come in, and watching the sun pull up, uh, hit a, hit his hit his uh, his wood duck, knock it down. Um, he had to put another one in it to to finish it off, but he he managed to get it down. And I got to tell you, like, I've I've been around people before when they've got their first duck, um, but I've been shooting as well, right? So I never really uh, fully appreciate at the moment but sitting back and and watching a dad telling his son get ready get ready and then his son pulls up and drops a drop and a beautiful drake uh, wood wood hey, nice. yeah uh and drop that as your first bird i'm going to tell you it was it was pretty special it was pretty it was pretty awesome to be a part of it um mm-hmm. and then the scent and then to be able to send my dog to go pick that bird up for him and bring it back um and you know when when my dog dropped it off to me and i picked it up and, and showed him um and i i'll tell you this philly when he got his picture with his wood duck he didn't have the beak shoved down the barrel of the gun That's a i i can promise you i showed him how to hold the bird you know how it would yeah the head up and your hand underneath the belly and the show, whole show bit. some due respect yeah yep. um so don't gotta, be a douchebag <laughs> don't be a douchebag yeah yeah don't like, pay for I, followers i fucking hate uh, i gotta agree with you philly i hate seeing the beak of a duck shoved down the barrel of a gun yeah. and and a picture i just i don't know what it is about it i just i don't like it. yeah like, show some respect you posted you posted
1: post on the web or not. it is there forever and we are our own worst enemy.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, doing wh-
1: stupid shit like this.
2: Oh, yeah. Like that's just just what, you know. And, like and this, I, this is why I drink. Well,
3: Where and, are you seeing this? I've never heard of people, oh, no? people doing that. No, no, oh, no. no like, uh, on, on the regular. Yeah. That's crazy. You'll see.
2: Now, now, I will say this, that I honestly believe that the people that do it Aren't doing it at a disrespect. That they, they, like no, they're, they just, they're just dumb. They just don't. They just think that it's it's funny and it's cool and 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 the whole bit, right? I don't think they're doing it at a malice. Um, no,
1: they just don't know any better.
2: They just yeah, they just don't know any better. And and that was you know I think that was one of the original goals of this show. Philly was was that we could you
1: know call people out.
2: <laughs> well, I don't Make know of people. Call... <laughs> I don't know if that was the orig- what's what's written on maybe that was what was said between the five of us, but I don't think it was ever put on paper that we're looking to call people out. Um no, it's just th- kind of what happened. Yeah. But I think what we what our goal was was to show some um some ideas on, hey, listen, this is what makes us look like we're we're the barbarians that the antis try to make us out to be, right? Yeah. So, you well, know, even when, if you have
0: a pile of you have a pile of geese like that picture I sent you. Yeah. You know, if you have one that shot up and all bloody, yeah, put yeah. that at the bottom of the
2: pile. Absolutely, buddy. You Absolutely. Know,
0: I used to bow hunt white tails a lot. You know where your arrow went in. You put your bow over that because you know you don't want no one wants to see the two inch hole going into his chest. L- little
1: bottle of water.
2: Yeah. Clean it up. Well, yeah. uh, we've talked about it on this show, Ash and uh, and Merc, um, our buddy that comes on the show. And Merck is is primarily a big game hunter before he's um a duck hunter i would say um and mark mark brought it up one time while we were we were talking about this very thing and and about being respectful to the animal and stuff and he brought up the fact he said have you ever seen any picture from like those uh safaris down in africa and stuff you will never see the animal um disrespect that or like when the picture when the pe it's always cleaned up it, it's staged it looks it looks good you know what I mean like that I get it it's 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 a dead animal but it's not there's no blood to be seen it's it's not yeah. you know what I mean like they take the time to make sure that, that it's it it's as presentable as possible. So like you said, you know you got that bird that's shot up because listen it happens. Yeah. Um, where one gets shot up, where one, you know, the the beads the beads don't spread out, and and it's like a slug going through them. But um... well, that was
0: that was Romeo's first bird because he, he yeah. sat up and had a look around and you know like see where the birds are and birds were beetling out to the right and he was on the far left so for him to swing over but he looked and there was two off on the left hand side and he put one right up Main Street on the one goose going <laughs> away.
1: And... I believe the term is pillowcased. Well, yeah.
2: I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what. I see. We were out with Phil a couple of years ago, and there was <laughs> it, it was a goose, and and Mark Vitch had just made like one of those. You know when the geese are coming towards you, and you shoot, 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 and then they keep flying over your head, and you try to roll over in your coffin blind, and like you're sort of kind of shooting like this behind you. Well, Merck had done that. He had rolled over and he made this shot and and smacked this goose down, uh, and we were like, "Oh, great shot! You know, awesome shot!" And then the next flock comes in and Philly and and we're all about pictures, right? We're all about getting pictures and putting it up on social media and everything. And Philly absolutely decapitates this goose, like just with a twenty gauge, like. And and I mean like you could see it like you could see the goose coming and then its its head goes in one direction and his body goes in the other and and we're like yeah that one's not going in the picture we can't put that one on put put
1: that one at the bottom
0: of the pile (laughs) that
2: was yeah. Yeah, tuck a wing around. Neck around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Romeo was sitting there in the blind, you know, and I'm like, good job, buddy. You don't know, shake his hand. Awesome yeah. job. He's wearing a new camo jacket. Throw the goose in the camel in the blind with him. There oh, you go. Awesome. Gotta bury that
2: up. Yeah. There you yeah. go. <laughs> it's
1: a rite Great. of passage.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. It was Absolutely. kind
1: of like my two brand new decoy bags.
2: Well, yeah. So, and, and that same hunt, Philly gets brand new decoy bags from her buddy uh, down at Real Geese Decoys sends philly up some new decoy bags and and mark and i are, are staging our photo and we take the messiest geese that we can find and we put them on top of the the decoy bags first so we can
1: all 15 hawkers piled right on top there is just blood smeared everywhere
2: and we were like yeah you got to break them in right same thing you got to add some add some yeah. character to them
0: so yeah. everyone's wearing all the guides were in bib overalls that are covered in blood and who knows what else and yeah yeah know, yeah four years of dirt and yeah yeah people you should
2: wash those no you shouldn't no 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 bad bad luck bad luck it's like a hockey player changing his you know washing his his t-shirt that he wears underneath his gear you don't you don't do it yeah just don't do it anybody um you know so moving forward now and i and i know what you said you know how you're gonna you've got some ideas on picking people for next year and stuff like that but from a battalion sense, so from you know what's you know what what's the goal of the battalion because listen uh therem the, the c o's gotta have they've gotta be behind it somewhat right, like they've gotta be backing <coughs> it um to know that you're gonna be trying to fundraise on unit lines and and the whole bit right so like what what's what's the goal from from your side of things, from the battalion side of things, what's the goal here um, in the future?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I think the goal here is like Ash was saying is to um, not only to, you know, have these places like these hunts put on for troops and veterans, but the other way around too, Um, you know, it's great for the battalion to show face and, and go to these events and, participate like you know um, in standard soldier fashion you know everybody's cleaning up or helping cook or doing whatever right so even though these gentlemen like Doug and Tim were taking us on this guided hunt you know from my point of view like stepping back and looking at the situation uh it doesn't get better for guides you know what I mean dudes that are willing to work you know you don't yeah. have to tell them to do stuff they just yeah. do it you know what I mean and yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. to add that, like Doug walked in the cabin after you guys left, and he's like, well, "Did they even stay? There's no one in here.
3: Yeah. Like everything well, was clean.
0: Everything, everything was clean. Done. Yeah. All you had to do was make the beds, and the next group could come in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Change out the linens, right? Change out yeah. the linens, and and then that and then that's it. Uh it, You know what? And that's a that's a good thing. Obviously, um, he's going to be more welcoming next year, right? As opposed yeah. to if you if you left it in a shits in a shit state then well, <laughs> hey, listen, i'm not i'm not letting you guys back and to destroy yep. my my cottage right um yeah so when you, when you do it that way well then you know and and that's I, I think that's that's all anybody wants nowadays is is just to be shown some respect and that goes that goes to the farmer right um yep. i feel Phil, we've talked about like how many times have we seen fellas drive out um, drive out onto a field knowing that they shouldn't have driven out onto the field and then they get stuck. And yes. then you gotta go get the farmer to go get his tractor to come pull you out. And don't be that don't, guy. yeah, and yeah. you wanna piss off your farmer, wake him up at six o'clock. Well, he's probably already awake at six o'clock in the morning, but Yeah. drag well,
1: actually... him
2: fr- drag him from what is what his routine is to be able to get the tractor and come out and pull you out of the field that you shouldn't have even been driving on in the first place.
0: Yeah. Jeff Martin actually took his CNC machine from home and made the plaques for all the farmers
2: for hosting the event. That's cool. You know it
0: had a uh, Maple Leaf and then 2023 Veteran Hunt host. So we're going to go out and give those to the farmers and then they can put it up, you know, wherever they want And There you go. You know, like it's, it's something for them.
2: Some, some sort of uh, thank you. Yeah, no, for sure, buddy. That that's amazing. And I think that's, I think that's all those guys. I don't think they, they expect anything, but when, when it's something like that, just a small gesture, you know, it goes a long ways and, and it it makes it easier next year when you come back knocking on the door and asking, right.
3: I just got to throw this out there real quick. Pick up your damn shells. I've been to two fields (laughs) since I've been to two fields since that said hunt. And uh, I've, I've picked up, you know, 60 to a hundred shells that were from like last year or the year before too. Um, That's just awful.
2: That's interesting. So this came up on my feed the other day and you know what? I got to admit, I don't do it, but the wads, do you guys clean up the wads too? Like I, yeah, we, like after everything. after around me, yes. But I don't go looking no, everywhere no. For, for wads. We
0: scout like we we do the walk of the area where all the decoys were to make sure you're not getting yeah. a stand for a higden out there or something like that. And, yeah, but if there's a wad yeah. there, yeah, we pick it up.
2: Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. if, absolutely. Yeah, you know, like if it's there. But like I don't yeah. like I I I consciously make an effort to ensure there's no spent casings right no no spent rounds so i'll go around i'll do that and then when you're picking up your decoys if there's wads will you pick them up but that that's the extent of i go for for wads philly do you pick up wads i see them yeah if you see them yeah but like you don't you don't push out further than like what your decoys are
1: like i i'm not going on a fucking sightseeing mission
2: yeah um, okay yeah that's what i mean but, like, but
1: you know if i'm out like and i guess that's that's bad practice on my behalf for sure but like you know if i'm out out picking up dead chickens grabbing decoys and stuff yeah like yeah you know we start pocketing them especially like so if i'm doing like an a-frame panel brine hunt i sit on a bucket guess yeah. what that bucket turns into yeah. a garbage pail yeah.
2: yeah yeah
1: absolutely so, like, for that reason like oh i will get out of the hunt like even if i'm a guest and I'm in someone else's panels or a frame. I pop because I got like a padded cushion, yeah, thing for the top of my bucket. I pop the lid off, guys. Here, fill it up. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a good. That's a good yeah. point, Andy. Because, um, there's a lot of people that that really don't pick up their fucking shells, and and for a farmer, it buddy, you're you're dropping oh, a couple play. of boxes of couple boxes I, I was in
1: well it was in the same field that i took you and mark to yeah i found out one year i had shared permission anyway so i go back and hunt that field like a couple days after these guys had hunted it i could not so we we're hunting standing corn against cut corn i couldn't tell you how many of their hulls really i had to pick up it was embarrassing hmm. yeah i just threw
3: picked all mine. them up though yeah
0: yeah, I throw all mine in just in the bottom of my layout blind. Well, halfway through the season, i no, like you, you have that
1: right? wrong. Yeah. Ash. you got to throw it in some. You got to throw it in your buddy's layout blind. Yeah, yeah buddy, but the thing I, is,
0: he does it to me though too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, wow. And then I just I send know. my kids in after him.
2: One year, I said, uh, I said I'm going to save my my hulls just to see how much like I shot throughout deer, so I'd bring them home and I'd put them. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Like yeah. I, I brought too home. many. Yeah, there was too many, and I was like, "Now what the fuck am I going to do with all these empty halls?" I was like, "Oh yeah, cool. I got a cool story. Look, this is how much I shot off." Yeah,
1: gar- garbage <laughs> bag full of holes in an empty freezer. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, 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 exactly. No, that's a really good point, Andy. And it, again, it, it's a little bit of respect, and no more than leaving your your Tim your Tim Hortons cup out in the out in the field why would you why would you leave your shells right
0: and i'm that kind of guy too like if there's a tim hortons cup 300 yards away i'll i'll go get it yeah and just huck into my truck because yeah you know yeah it's all of our resource
2: now this whole wad this whole wad conversation that that came up it, it got me thinking and i'm i'm just wondering now because like i said i never really went out of my way to pick up if they were right there and i could see them and it was easy i picked them up yes um and call me lazy because it is um but i can't remember like i don't know of anybody that that i've hunted with that that goes and picks like goes editor way to ensure that there's no wads left around and yeah I don't, I don't know of
0: anyone but it's like you said if they're like if you're hunting and you know let's say you're set up and there's a crosswind yeah you pop a canada that's nine feet in the air well that wad could end up yeah. who knows where right yeah
2: yeah
1: so oh yeah she's gonna drift
2: she's yeah. drift Boys, we're at that sixty minute mark. So this is a good spot to, to end her, I think. Um and we'll uh we'll give you guys the last word here. Um but on behalf of me, Dave, Mark so me, Mark, Ryan, um veterans. Mark's still serving, but me and Ryan veterans. Dave's Dave's a firefighter, Philly's a cop, and and I know no, no, Philly. No. Is...
1: Dave is Homer Simpson. And a volunteer
2: firefighter
1: <laughs> okay Pop the break sweetheart
2: okay all right i yeah. love you
1: i love you dave if you're listening yeah. i love
2: you uh dave dave's not listening um dave's not here man <laughs> dave's not here but i i gotta tell you that um i really do appreciate what you've done um what you've done for the uh for the veteran community and the still serving community and and you went about it the right way you're you're being respectful to the people that that's helping you, and then you're doing it all the right way um Ash, I know you have a bunch of people that you want to say thank you to so here's here's your opportunity buddy to to put out your thanks and and any final words you have
0: okay well to to start you know the shameless plug for my wife's soap company, which Damien, we're going to be sending once you send me your mailing address, we're going to send you a couple of the shampoo bars since you didn't get them in 06.
2: Okay. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, for bar soap, uh, yeah. you want to look it up, barsoap.com with bar two soap. R's, B-A-R-R, okay. soap, yeah. Agassiz Sauna, that's Tim Sauna that he brought out, Dural Consultants, Heights Archery, Punisher Waterfowl, of course, for sending the coolest hats we've ever seen.
2: Yeah, they were.
0: Yeah uh two ppc alive for bringing the you know for all the some of the gifts and stuff that they brought out which were just amazing prairie shot ammo harvesters lake of the woods sports headquarters niso lake lodge for donating that trip which andy got so the two nights at the cabin and a day guided or took a couple days guided fishing so uh atlanta ka rob bruce forever prairie faith Apries, tyler decost tim probuski doug schindler whose lodge is where we stayed
2: yeah.
0: Uh Barry Verbuski, James Bazan, Jeff Martin, uh Oak Media, they're going to be doing up a video for us, which I'll send you once we get it.
2: Yes, please. I'll put it up on our uh, I'll put it up on our YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, and the yep. uh the three most important volunteers that were there, which was Sai, Thor and Bayou, which were the dogs that saved us a hell of a lot of miles chasing those crippled birds. So mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it was without the volunteers and the donations it wouldn't be as good. Without Absolutely. a doubt, but yep. it was. I, I think we've suckered ourselves into doing it for hopefully a few more years. So
2: oh, that's good news, man. That's good news. Andy.
3: Yeah, it's been great. Uh, the, I can't believe how awesome that <laughs> hunt was. Like I said, it was my first guided hunt. Uh, what an experience that was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first hunt with dogs too. So not having to get up and like oh. I said, chase down cripples, unreal. You Game changed.
2: You were spoiled. Oh, you had a dogs oh. and a sauna.
3: Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So thanks Dash, for all that. Um, you know, and uh I don't know if he's gonna listen or not, but you know, Scotty Collin, thanks, my guy. There you go. That's all I got. Yeah. Really?
1: Again, like I'm like, sure Damien can echo this. I like we we're beyond happy that things went as well as it did for you guys. Um, and it seemed like it was an absolute hit pile of last, pile of birds watching some great dog work like what more can you ask for and honestly like we with, wish you guys nothing but the best in the future and i just want to see this continue to grow and grow and maybe even spread a little bit across the country who knows
2: yeah no good see point, where this goes. yeah exactly no, really yeah. good yeah. point um no absolutely um thanks thanks for doing it boys um surround yourself with good people and and good things will happen and and that's that's been our mantra here um for 161 episodes of this show so um don't be you, a douchebag yeah don't be a douchebag but yeah. continue doing what you guys are doing and and um uh, and listen next year the same thing ash like let me know and and come back on the show and talk about when you're when you're ready when you're starting to to plan and, and anything, if there's anything that we can do to help you guys out, all you got to do is ask. But don't don't wait for us to reach yep. out to you. Um, reach out to us, and uh, if we can do anything to help, uh, I promise you we will.
0: Much appreciated.
2: No, absolutely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, listen, please like and subscribe. Do whatever it is. Philly comes Philly's got some terms. Ring the bell and and all this stuff. But
1: smash some buttons, bro. Smash smash some
2: buttons. Smash some buttons. Like and subscribe. Let your friends know. And listen, um, surround yourself with good people. And like Philly says, don't be a douchebag and stop putting fucking birds' beaks in the barrels of guns. Stop it. Right now. If you can't see me and you're listening, I'm pointing my finger at you, telling you to stop in an aggressive manner manner. in an aggressive manner Um, like his mother (laughs) like it's
1: the mother finger yeah
2: listen this was episode 161 with ash Barr and andy mace thanks guys uh your your trip sounded amazing your hunt sounded amazing and and i i'm just a just a tad bit jealous that i wasn't there uh to take it all in which is Um, Until next time, this is Union 0430. We will never pretend to be something that we're not. We're not experts, and we will never pretend to be experts. Big love. See you next time.